Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Welcome, everybody, to the Mojo Market Report right here on a Monday morning, a football Monday morning. Your hosts, of course, Dave Sturchio and Chris Gucci, A5, Anthony Behind the Glass, coming to you from Chop Studios. Listen, what a day. Uh, we had ourselves another day. And first, before we get into anything else, we got to we gotta give a special shout-out to uh, members of Mojo Nation yesterday. We, I, I'm deeming it that. I don't know if there's a nation, maybe Mojo, New Jersey, whatever. Before you know it, it'll be a nation. Um, yesterday was fun, man. We went out there. We attacked MetLife Stadium. We, we interviewed a bunch of people, met a lot of people. It's a good time, man. Good yeah, time. I had to get the Sunday scaries out of the way. The first couple were a little rough. This dude was... I can't believe how drunk Jet fans got at 9 a.m., dude. We got there at 9.30, and there were people were hammered already, but it was a great time doing some mojo things, handing out free stocks. Anybody that we talked to yesterday, check your email later on. You're going to get some free shares, up to 10 grand. So it's a good thing happening there. And we gave out some merch. Yes. Fun times. Fun yes. times. We, had, we, we gave out some merchandise. And, we, yeah, we had a great time. And when you when you bring up the fact that they were, like, you know, in, in a little, little intoxicated by that, you know, it would have been a lot easier had we partaked. <laughs> like, yeah, I was, I was very like, on. I was like, Ugh. I was surprised. It took it took like ten or fifteen tailgates before anybody offered a, an adult beverage. It's <laughs> right. like, you know, You're I, like, hey, it's nine thirty. I turned it down. <laughs> I couldn't do it because I had. We had work to do. I had some work to do. <laughs> we had the work to do. Let's get into how about, some. Uh, how about the service at MetLife? Whew, you want to talk about panic? <laughs> We're trying to. F- I was like, hey man, you got to check out this app. And then like the app would. I was like, none of my apps are working so, right so now. <laughs> for future reference, right now get you a have hotspot. to get a you have to get a Wi-Fi situation if you want to day trade during the Jets tailgates. <laughs> all right. So if you want to day trade on the Mojo app, you're Seriously. going to have to get the Wi-Fi situation rectified. Yeah. So uh, the reason why you know. I, I, before we get into to the top movers and stuff like that, I got to say uh, a thank you to the Denver Broncos for keeping me up that late for that performance. That was just – that was brutal. Well, right? You didn't like it? No, no. no. And you know what's really? funny? Last year when, when that – remember the wind game with Mac Jones and like two pass attempts? And I was like, what a good game of football because it's so in the dirt and the trenches – this one was hard to watch, man. I they paid him a lot of money, man. They need to they need to write the ship. They had like one drive, and I was like, all right, that works. But then overall, I was like, good. We could Lord, talk at length terrible. about Russ, but there's some real glaring issues with how that offense is humming right now. Nathaniel Hackett. We could talk at length about how <laughs> bad Nathaniel Hackett's been, and and consequently, Russ is kind of reaping the rewards or lack thereof because how that offense one? is so stale. You look around, the sum of all parts. They look like they should be humming on offense. They have. A really, I guess their offensive line isn't really playing that well, but nonetheless, let's get into some top movers. Let's I could, do it. I could talk shit about Russ all day. <laughs> I know you could. Let's ride. Top movers, obviously, uh, is a segment that we always bring up, usually throughout the course of the week, but specifically on Mondays because boy, oh boy, was there a lot of movement yesterday. And like I said, I don't like to humbly brag about my portfolio because I don't want to oh, do yeah, that here. Guys, he does not. I like don't like to, to do that brag. at. All. If he just takes the word humbly out, then <laughs> it, it all makes sense. He doesn't like to humbly brag, but he does like to brag a little I, bit listen, about his portfolio. Listen, all you got to do is watch this show every day around 930 on Mojo's YouTube channel, and you'll find out the little nuggets that we drop, little 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 uh, seeds, a little, uh, what do you call it? What, what am I? Th- uh, crumbs. There we go. Crumbs. You that go. You, you like you trail. And, and all of a sudden, my thing is, bro, when I told I checked today, it's like up 98%. From what I invested, like ninety, got some multipliers happening over there. Ho baby, we'll talk about one right now. Uh, Well, in regards to one of his receivers, I did invest heavily into Jalen Hurts. He may or may not have made Devonta Smith a top mover yesterday. So. 
Top Movers. Today. So Devonta Smith goes absolutely ham yesterday. Unbelievable game. The, the Eagles are humming right now, man. They're, and humming might be the uh, humming. We humming have a word the, of every single yeah, show. That, so that far, might be the humming day. is today's word. That so might be the, the day. Eagles offense is Devonta Smith goes for twelve. He gets twelve targets, which is the most important thing because he's getting the ball over there. Even AJ Brown got involved. Everybody got involved in this game. But on twelve targets, he does rack in eight catches, one hundred and sixty nine yards, and a touchdown. Guy, he averaged twenty one yards a catch. Like the dude. Did you see the Batman cape by any yes. chance? What yes. was that about? I, hey, not, man, these guys are having fun. Yeah. I'm all for it. He's not Batman. I'm if all anything, for it. He's, he's not Batman, but when he when he got up for that one ball, it looked like he was Batman. He, he did, he did look like He was like 12 <laughs> feet off the ground. Um, look, I talked a little bit about Devontae Smith this week, and he hadn't really had any involvement in the offense. I expected that to change, and the Eagles offense obliged. The only issue that I have with the Eagles right now mm -hmm. is that their first half is is usually like they blow up on the first half, and then the second half they get way too conservative. Yeah, You could combine that with the fact that maybe a, a conservative approach in the second half, but also teams make adjustments. Uh, the thing about the Eagles, a lot of Eagles fans yesterday talking like, oh, we need to see a complete game. I mean... Well, let's You're three, you know. Here's the thing. And playing devil's advocate, a.k.a. a Cowboys fan, I want to show you that the, the first three quarterbacks that they faced, you know, are, are Jared Goff, uh, last week, Kirk Cousins in primetime, yeah. and Carson Wentz. So their defense hasn't been tested yet. So that's why everybody's kind of – if you're an Eagles fan and you're pumping the brakes a little bit, I understand. If you're sitting there flying high and you're doing a thing, like, then no, you're, no. You gotta, every, you're a little every, ahead of yourself. Everybody should be very, very excited if you're an Eagles fan. But anyway, let's talk about how, how these games affected the mojo market yesterday. Devontae Smith shot up. I feel like the Eagles, you're going to get a lot of this all year based on the fact that you could say, okay, they've played three games and they haven't really played anybody yet. But if you look ahead at the Eagles' schedule, yeah, oh, it's, it's the most favorable schedule yeah, in the it's, whole it's, league. It's so cupcake. you could expect more of the same. The, the poor schedule through three weeks. Look at their schedule, Dave. I'm yeah. sure you're aware. You're, you're an NFC East fan. It's uh, more of the same going forward. I expect the Eagles to be a fun team to be uh, involved with in the Mojo app all year long. You might have a little bit of uh, hiccups along the way, but this offense will be, what's it going to be? Humming. It's going to be humming all season long, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, no doubt on that. All right, so Devonta Smith and the Eagles go to 3-0. Congratulations to all you Eagles fans out there getting excited about a powerful offense. Now, Shifting on over to the NFC North, we're talking about a guy uh, that blew up on my fantasy bench because why would I start him? Because David Montgomery is the starter. We'll talk about Montgomery in a second and his stock, but Khalil Herbert, my goodness, what an absolute monster day he had yesterday. He rushed 20 times, 157 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. He also gets two targets in the air and catches both of them for 12 yards. Um, Obviously, he gets this because of the fact that Montgomery went down, right? And we'll talk about Montgomery, like I said, in a second, but... Is he the better back? Like, I, I watched him run yesterday. We watched him run against Green Bay. He seems to be a little bit more versatile than uh, than a Montgomery. Is that something you can get behind? I disagree. As far as the stock price, it, it, it's sore. I disagree that he's more versatile than Montgomery. Montgomery has been a solid pass catcher out of the backfield. Uh, he's been there the, pretty much the heart and soul of the Chicago Bears offense since he's been there. There is a little bit about his yards per carry over the course of the couple of seasons, but it's a lot to do with his offensive line play and the fact that he's facing a stacked box in his entire career. His goal line usage is really good. Um, and there was a lot of talks in the preseason about how, how Herbert might actually be the better fit in the offense, in the Eberflus offense. But they were saying that even after week one and then week two was Green Bay and Khalil Herbert didn't really see the field much. He had one chunk gain. It was all David Montgomery. If David Montgomery is healthy, which – 
If you could pull up the yeah. David Montgomery graphic now. That one, obviously, it, it's the other way around for Montgomery because of the injury. If you if, if David Montgomery is healthy, he's going to be involved in the Bears' offense. Right. There's no question about that. Khalil Herbert, he's going to have some splash plays here and there, but as long as Montgomery's good to go, he's going to be the bell cow. Now, I just want to talk about it in relation to. You could see how things... The, there's yeah. a yin and the yang all the time in the mojo market. So, And you were talking about not being able to start David Montgomery. That's the beauty of the mojo market. Because if you had, let's say, I have faith in a, in a correction. See, you, you didn't start Killer Herbert. But if you own him in the – or you're invested in him in the mojo market, it's almost like a best ball situation. You don't have to wait for the injury and hold him and you don't make the well, points. That's, that's like the you automatically get the points. It's like, oh – I didn't have to start him because they're all starting, and that's the beauty of it. That's one <laughs> well, of the that's nuances also my, that, that I love. That's also my stance on a Kenny Pickett. Like I, I have him; he hasn't seen the field yet, but I just oh, know it's coming. Good, we got some good stuff later on in the week about some some future risers because there's some coming. There's some there's some guys that are in line to get a, an opportunity very soon, which we'll talk about later in the week. But absolutely. But more importantly, for the Bears' sake, they're two and one now. So I know, I, I know you're, you're you're bugging over there Go because you've got three teams over there uh, in the NFC North at two and one. But speaking of the NFC North. Let's stay there. Let's stay there. And what was supposed to be the, I'm going to put in air quotes, game of the week, because it really wasn't. I mean, look, if you're a defensive specialist and you like defensive play, this is the game for you. If you like air raid, high scoring offenses, this one was horrible. The Packers get the win over the Bucks, but more importantly, Romeo again, we spoke about this already. You've alluded to this for a week straight, basically, that Romeo Dubs is going to be the guy when things, when push came to shove and Aaron Rodgers has to fall in love with a new receiver, this guy might be the guy. Because everybody, I didn't even know. Like, up until game time, like, Watson was out. Like, these guys, I feel like they were ruled out last minute, unless I'm completely, you know, not in the Packers media or anything like that. But, like, I feel like when Dubs got his, the targets that he was getting early and often, I felt like I was like, where's everybody else? And I didn't even realize that yeah, they were both um, out. Yeah, Sammy Watkins got IR'd. Uh, yeah, that's and big. And Christian Watson was ruled out, I think, late last, uh, late Saturday night, early Sunday morning. I woke up to the news. So Aaron Rodgers is looking for a new young receiver to step up and, and fill the void that Devontae left. It might take a couple guys to fill that void because there's like 2,000 targets to go around right now. <laughs> But the Packers aren't really going to be throwing the ball much. I when they do though, I would like to get them uh let like them to get Romeo Dobbs involved a lot more in space. This guy, he's a playmaker. You he saw is. it yesterday. He is. Uh what you saw that one drive where he had four catches and he ended up punching in him with the touchdown. Look, there's a like I said, a lot of targets in Green Bay to go around. There's like I think 190 targets that Devontae had last season. So that's got to be dispersed. I know they're going to run the ball a lot more this year because of the the personnel. Cobb, eventually probably going to see an injury or two. These young receivers for the Packers, they believe in them long term. And with Dobbs, he was he was drafted in the fourth round, I believe. So, so fourth round value, mm -hmm. you could po possibly see this guy being the number two in Green Bay or even work himself as the number one over the next two or three years. 100%, 100%, I'm a buy and hold on a Romeo Dobbs right now. I'm a buy and hold on anybody associated no with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, no he's going to find it. you eventually. Even Tanyan had himself a decent day. He got the ball a lot. Just so uh, a side note on Dobbs, eight targets, eight, re eight receptions. So, like, he wasn't, he didn't drop anything. Like, you build confidence with a guy like Aaron Rodgers, he will feed you as much as you're willing to be fed. So, it, it's a good situation to be in if you're uh, an investor in Romeo because the kid's going to keep eating, and it seems like he's carved out a nice role there. Like, they have their, they have their constants, like, 
again, I almost texted you yesterday during the game. I did text you. That's like a sacrilege. Like we don't text each other during like our each other's respective games. Like it just doesn't happen. It's 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 just not right. Um, but I was gonna say like, man, like is there a better, more reliable receiver in the NFL? I'm going NFL wide than like Randall Cobb. Like the guy is always there. He's always catching balls. I mean, look, he's not the most skilled anymore. I get he's it. Lost a I, step get, or two. I get the sentiment you're trying to make here. No, he's not. <laughs> but Randall Cobb does have a lot of value, specifically on third down. And right. I mean, it just seems like yeah. he's always there. Like not it, Randall Cobb not again. again. Right. Yeah, Randall oh, Cobb dude. again. Of course it is. Yes, Randall Cobb. Just wanted one more quick side note about the Packers game. And go on. The, the Bucks sound the, off. The Bucks. The Bucks offense is going to be a lot better than it Oof, looked. They, that right? was tough to watch. They had no receivers. Those those guys will be fine over there, and they're going to be there late. But also, don't don't. Let the Tampa Bay's defense pour too much cold water on the Packers' running game. That is also here to stay, I believe. So while those guys might not have performed well yesterday, they're going to be there all year long. Doghouse Aaron Jones for the fumble or no? No, 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 no doghouse for Aaron Jones? He had, he had uh, 200 yards total against the Bears a week ago. Stop. He's going to be fine. <laughs> About a week ago. All right, so the Packers get that issues, done. Yeah, they, they're, they got to clean that up. Got to clean that up. So there was another situation in the quarterback department yesterday. As we see, the stock has risen on or fallen on a Mac Jones to start things off. Um, I kind of said this going into this game. I said this going into the season. Mac Jones, to me, seems to be the guy that everybody fell for last year. But as this team gets older, as this coaching staff gets older, I feel like there's a little bit more of a, uh, a hesitation for me to get involved in a Mac Jones. And it, the ceiling could be, yeah, astronomical if, if it gets some – people down there to throw the ball. Mac Jones has not been set up for success with this offense. Not one bit. Uh, except for your boy, Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker, which was an <laughs> amazing stream yesterday. I'm not here to pat myself on the back, but what a stream play that was. But anyway, yeah, Mac Jones hasn't been given the opportunities because if you look, they're not running the same offense that they ran last year. We had all this talk all offseason about Matt Patricia and Joe Judge being like the co-offensive right. coordinators. And guess what? It's showing. I did think the Patriots would have some ability to score points yesterday, and they did oblige, but it didn't look pretty. And for through three weeks, the optics aren't good. There's no play action. They're they're not doing things the same. They're they're running the ball a lot and effectively, mm -hmm. and that's always going to be the case. But in in terms of getting Mac Jones comfortable and doing what he's going to do, the Patriots were dead last in the league through two weeks in play action on on first and second down. Really. Guess what they were in the, in the year before? Hold on. Dead last. First. Wow. All so, right. So there you go, coordinators. Maybe you should just go back to the game script. It might have Almost been won second. You it might have been second. It might have been Whatever. second. Whatever. But you get Regardless. the point. They're not doing the same things that, that made Mac Jones succeed last season, and they have to get back to doing that. It's curious to me because the run game is working, and you would expect the play action to work off of that. But you need to give this guy um, a better situation. You need to give him more opportunities to get out of the pocket without having to the offensive line's been good too. It's it's crazy to me. But it's maybe, maybe. It's and I'm not saying this. I don't want to put the the whole kibosh on the Mac Play Jones thing. Mac. But maybe he's just not that good. I don't know, man. No, maybe he's no, not no, an no. NFL quarterback. Listen, stop it. I, listen, I even said it last year. There was games or flashes of good. Uh, yes, I get it. But this year, he looks lost. No, no, no. And now he's hurt. No, no, no. It's it's normal for a guy in his second year to make a little bit of a regression because two things happen in the Never happened to Dak Prescott. Two things happen in the league. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> Two things happen. One is that you take the league by storm, and nobody really knows what your what your capabilities are. I mm -hmm. think Mac Jones took a little bit, 
took some people by surprise with his ability last year. Sure. And then what happens is you start to garner some respect from the defenses and the coordinators around football, and they get a full offseason to watch what you got going on. Right. Now it's going to be up to Mac Jones to readjust, but he hasn't had help from his coaching. And I know that's crazy to say because it's Belichick, but Mac Jones doesn't play defense, so... <laughs> That's where Belichick does. So his now work. with the injury, we, we obviously the extent of this is is being listed as almost like a day to <laughs> a day to day type situation right now. But somebody's stock did rise because this is the kind of stuff you got to look out for. You have to look out for rising stocks because of injury, and it might be Brian Hoyer season. And look, I say this tongue in cheek because look. look we know what Brian Hoyer is. We've seen Brian Hoyer play for the last 47 years. Okay, he's been around the league forever. He's a journeyman. He's capable of getting things done, and clearly his price dictates that, that he's just, uh, I'll be there for a minute. Look, Brian <laughs> Right, like Brian Hoyer is um, a prime example of how amazing it must be to be like a top 60 quarterback in the world because he's just <laughs> right. been in the league forever. He's not good at it. But he's, I mean, he's just, good at it. He's but top he's 60. just good enough yeah, right. to stick around and be a Patriot. It probably has like 13 rings somehow, <laughs> right? Brian Hoyer, the success story of America right yeah, here. Yeah, right. Seriously. And look, he's getting to give it a go right now. Who yeah. do they play next week? Do we know? You. Green Bay. Oh, You're dead, dude. <laughs> you are done, Hoyer. This is your final game. Yeah. No. But really. Wait, guys, don't they have another rookie that wears like number 55? Zappy. Uh, what the hell is it? Zappy. Something's, Zappy. Yeah, I had it here. Yeah, he's not. I hope he plays. Oh, actually. that would be fantastic. I actually got some low numbered cards of, of Bailey Zappy. Zappy some, uh, rocking number 55, bro. Like that's, I don't know. That's yeah. Um, that's good news. <laughs> right. So no Mac Jones, three and one. No. Um, look, let's not. Let's not pour all the cold water on Mac. No, no. The, the offense <laughs> is not looking great, and maybe you have a little bit of trepidation going forward because there is so many more exciting guys out there that you may want to invest in. So I'm not really, I'm not really bullish on Mac right now. I'm, I'm a little bit out on him. And a, the injury doesn't have much to do with it. It's just the offense in general looks very vanilla. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, there's other guys that we haven't mentioned. We don't want to brush over everybody because there's there's obviously a lot of movement in a whole Sunday football day. Uh, there was a lot on the um, was it Hollins from uh, from Las Vegas. He yeah. had himself a day. Um, he had ten targets, eight receptions, 158 yards, and a touchdown. The question I have quickly, I mean, it just to to put a you want to talk about pouring cold water on stuff. He has himself a day. But, like, it's still Devontae's team. It's still Hunter Renfro season. You know, like, this guy, yeah, he might have blown up for a day, but I don't really foresee him taking too much of a the chunk of the targets, right? I mean, that's no, not a thing. No, I mean, it was nice to see a young – I say young, he's 29, I believe, so he's not really young. He's been around for a little bit. In but football, that means you're ancient yeah, at this point. But, you know, you saw the Cordero Patterson coming of age, but Cordero Patterson had a little bit bigger of a name for himself already. Uh, Mac Hollins I've not heard too much about through his career – I don't expect we're going to see many more games like that out of Matt Collins. Uh, and Renfro was dealing with the concussion th thing, so there was probably a little more abundance of targets going around. And they were down early, and they had to throw every single play. So, no, I'm, I'm – no. Okay. No. <laughs> Absolutely. No. Not, no, 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 no. Good story, though. Yeah, cool, great story. Cool story. Um, another injury that was. was that was going into this week, we were kind of curious to know about it, was a um, – uh, uh, Gabriel over at Buffalo. He went. He gave it a go, right? But Isaiah McKenzie. Did he though? No, on the stat sheet, no. But he was there and he was present and he suited up. But when you look at Isaiah McKenzie, who got nine targets from Josh Allen for seven receptions, seventy-six yards, and a touchdown, is McKenzie somebody that you might want to give a gander at as far as his price probably being yeah, low right yeah, now? Yeah. Um, 
Look, you're going to Allen's going to spread gonna the get, ball you're gonna out get too. Some spl- you're going to get some action out of all Buffalo pass catchers. There's, but again, like I'm talking, you may want to kick some some money onto McKenzie and invest a little bit because he's probably super low. Mm. But there's going to be games where he's absent too because there's yeah. he he is essentially the fifth man down the line. I think Singletary will probably end up getting yeah he had a monster target. day too. We'll end up getting a similar target share as, as the fourth receiver, if not more. So. You got Dawson Knox in the red zone. Uh, you know, Not McKenzie, yet. nice player, but he might need some more seasoning before I'm in on him or a better situation to arise. But before we move off of this and get into the Monday night game, which I know you're excited about, mm-hmm. we got to at least address the the quarterbacks from that Chargers-Jaguars game. Yeah. I mean, I I was talking a little bit of rack on Trevor Lawrence a little bit. Stairway to heaven, he says. No, no, no. I was talking <laughs> good about Herbert, and I was talking a little bit bad about Trevor Lawrence, but it's more so because – he just doesn't he doesn't move the needle for me. He seems like his teammates look at him like, is this guy gonna speak? You know, he's so quiet and, and reserved. But guess he seemed what? pretty pumped last night. He, he did, but even that was a little bit cringe to me, if I have to be honest. <laughs> but look, he he balled out yesterday and I am I am here to say that. Oh, I I usually don't do this. I usually stick to my guns and I will but I watched a lot of that game yesterday. And Trevor Lawrence looks really good. I mean, look, he, he looks out really of college. Good. The kid's being touted as the next Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, have, all the all these crazy comparisons. Are so you just waiting for it to happen? And they had a you know hack a doodle do of a head coach last year at Urban Meyer, and then they change it over to Dougie P, who has worked wonders with quarterbacks as a former quarterback. So maybe this is the change of the guard for a guy like uh, Trevor Lawrence. And if you want to get in on Trevor Lawrence. Now's the time, and you got to hold on. You could talk what you want about an injured Justin Herbert, which I will make that excuse because I do believe in Justin Herbert. The rope he threw, Justin Herbert's a baller, and unbelievable. I think that people really right now, you could sit and talk about um, the injury, like I said, but you got to give credit where it's due. That's a really good Chargers defense. Um, Jacksonville went on the road across the country, and probably like the the. Furthest flight, second furthest flight you could possibly make in the NFL. Might even be shorter to go to London. And (laughs) and he balled out, and nobody. He's doing it with a supporting cast of receivers that we were talking a lot of crap about in the offseason with Christian Kirk's big deal. Christian Kirk's balling right now. So is and maybe those other guys. Oh, they love Zay Jones over there. He's doing wonders too. Um, they they spent the money in the right James places. James Robinson. There's something oh. about the James Robinson situation. He is this an RB one right now, guys. This guy back from a like a serious Achilles injury, and you look at his usage in college, and he's one of those guys that he got like 400 touches a, a year in college. They used him a lot. It was a smaller school, I forget where, but coming into the league, he hit the league running, and I, he's a guy that I just look at him like I don't see it, I don't see it, I don't see it. And Until then on he does Sunday, it. And I look and does I'm it. like, oh, and there it is. <laughs> oh, there it is. So yeah, I got maybe maybe I got to get on board with these Jaguars now because I'll tell you this: looking at the share prices, I think Herbert's in the 60s. That's, I mean, uh, Lawrence is in the 60s. That's going to change very soon if very he keeps soon. playing that way. We know how the quarterbacks get affect the market and get him now because then you could increase this gain going forward. But yeah. Um, I did a complete 180. Doug Peterson, great coach, great. Uh, I do like Doug Peterson though. I'm He's all talking. right. He's a. I like post Philly Doug Peterson. I do. Right? <laughs> I can get and, behind um, that. I like pre Philly Doug Peterson. <laughs> oh, therefore, yeah, you back, back up to forever. the Packers forever. Yeah, you know, um, Jaguars are, are are coming. So he was a top sixty quarterback in the world for all that time. All the whole time, bro. <laughs> the whole top time. sixty quarterback in the world, and you get to be sixty four for being fair. Like well, sixty, whatever. I mean, yeah. half that time they probably didn't have the Panthers. And that's the true. Jags. That's very true. All right, Texans. One more game to go. <laughs> 
in week number three, and that's the Monday Night Football <laughs> extravaganza between the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Football Giants. Now, I, for one, if you thought I was tired today, I'm going to be really tired tomorrow. I will be attending this game, so I'll be back at MetLife, back-to-back days at MetLife. I don't know if that's ever happened in my life. Ever? Oh, I found like I found some business cards in my bag, like ten. I'll give them to you so you can. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, have some mojo. Yo, yeah, no. And actually, uh, the members of Mojo that we met yesterday were telling us that they were going to be over at Reds in Carlstadt, where my parking pass was. <laughs> That's a story for another day. Uh, just try to get the right. I'm Shame like, why is this parking pass so cheap? This is so Dave much was fun. Like, we have to go to the, the the office, the studio, to print the parking pass. And I was like, yeah, first of all, it's 2022. Why are we I printing? I just started anything? scratching my head. And I was like, I'm not even going to get into this conversation. <laughs> I'm going anyway. But right. yeah, guess um, what? We. We didn't print the parking pass. Yeah, we did not print the parking pass. In fact, we got the wrong one. Um, anyway, like I haven't been to Giant Stadium or MetLife Stadium a million times. And as soon as I saw the low price, I was like, oh, Mojo stock up. <laughs> Let me just cash in on this on his $40 parking pass. We're like, oh, by the way, you need to take a shuttle uh, forever. Uh, not doing that. Didn't do that. Giants Cowboys coming up tonight. Now, obviously, this game, Cooper Rush is the story coming in for the Cowboys as far as their quarterback and their offensive play. He is the story. Stop. He is. It's absolutely the story. Is he's, the, he's the most winningest quarterback in NFL history. Highest winning percentage ever. That's false. Did you hear about uh, who was telling me? Was I it, feel like there's got to be some type of qualifier. Was there somebody? Here? Hold on. Somebody was telling me. It was Tony Catalina, my, my buddy Tony. He, he tells me that if Cooper Rush wins today, he'll be the first quarterback to go 3-0 and in his first three starts since Kurt Warner. How about that? Something happened to Kurt Warner. He now wears a gold jacket. All That's right. right. Running, so Cooper running Rush back, is back, a first ballot. Running back, running back, running back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pretend like you didn't hear any of that. Any Cooper of that. Rush, so stop. Cooper Rush obviously starting tonight for the Cowboys. The big news is, are you in on a guy like Michael Gallup coming back for the first time off ACL surgery? CeeDee Lamb is yet to get going. So, you know, you worry about that. The tight end situation in Dallas, not that good right now. Dalton Schultz didn't practice all week last week. So it's very iffy to see if some of these kids. Now, look. As a joke, I drafted a couple of these kids in like deeper dynasty leagues, and then I actually invested money in Mojo in a guy like Ferguson, Jake Ferguson, their, their third tight end. He he might eat tonight. I don't know. The Giants historically cannot cover a tight end Dave for the is life like a, of them. A major preference player on Mojo, guys. He's like, <laughs> I just like him, so I'm buying. I'm, I'm going to invest in his stock. I don't really care. He seems like a cool I interviewed dude. him once. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's the other one. That's Sean McEwen, and he's on the practice squad. Shout out to my boy, That is Sean. amazing. But um, no, for, as far as this game is concerned. CD. Yes, CD Lamb. He hasn't shown out yet in the first two weeks. This might be the game to do it because of the he's attention. well, though. That, yeah, no, he's consistent. I mean, the first week was just, there was no offense. So, like, no, the second week was fine. Uh, but when you look at this. I with that defense. I could, I could relate. Yeah, well, exactly. So, yeah, so now I feel a little bit better about that. Like We, we won ours, though. Oh, that's true. The Packers won that game. All right, well, I digress with that one. But when it, when it comes to this Cowboys to offense, too. Zeke might eat. I've been saying it for three weeks now. This might be the game that he, that he eats a little bit more. I made the graphics, so he's eating. Oh, he is eating. And CD's trying to give him the ball. <laughs> so, here, have this. Uh, but that's, that's as far as the Cowboys are concerned. The guy you want to pay attention to tonight, I think, is obviously the home run hitter that the Giants have in Saquon Barkley. The guy's been playing very well in the first two weeks of the season. He stays healthy through the first two weeks of the season. I'm knocking on wood for all you Giants fans out there that, you know, don't want to see him go down as Anthony waves his hand because he's excited about this one. He's a Giants fan. How we brought him into the studio is, is beyond me. But, um, you know, when you look at this Giants team, is that the only threat you're looking at as far as, 
when it comes to the Mojo stock market, like is that is that something you're looking at more of a Saquon performance? I'm still a little worried about Saquon because while he does look really good, there's always it's you're one play away with him and yeah. just looking at his style this season, he looks like he's all the way back. I have to admit, right? But two weeks, it's only two weeks. It's a small sample size. I think the Dallas defense is going to show up today, and I think we're going to see a very defensive battle. So. Um, mojo points or mojo stock rising might be hard to come by in this game. If there is a guy that I think is going to shine, it is a one CD lamb. I, I like his matchup. I feel like they're going to line him up in the slot a little bit because if Gallup does come back, it, it, it frees up some things for the receivers. I don't think you're going to see much of Gallup. And, you know, we talked about Saquon being coming back off an injury. Gallup's coming back rather fast, no? January. Yeah, so, so about it's, nine months. It, he probably may need a little bit more time to get going, uh, but they know what they're doing over there. It's not like it's not like he's oh, like not it took me ten months to get back into something that I used to do. So, like an athlete, professional athlete, I think I think he's all right. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not. You know, just, it's it's just, one thing to be mm, back; it's yeah. another thing to be all the way back. Uh, all the way because back. you That's saw just, how Saquon wasn't all the way back. Like this certain, is true. Certain times, if you're a receiver or you're a running back, not everyone could be as as lucky as an Odell, where you just bounce back from an ACL, you tear it again, and then you bounce back again. <laughs> Seriously, and he's like literally about to bounce back again and go to the Rams. So, what if he goes to the Packers? You never know. He's a Ram. He's a Ram. Let me get him. So Let anyway. That. Yeah, C.D. Lamb, I like his matchup. I think they're going to move him around. Um, I don't know that the Giants defense is as good as advertised thus far. Um, Dallas offensive line hasn't been playing that great, but they've also played some some really good defensive fronts. So yeah. I think there's some 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 things that we're – It's the numbers are skewed a little bit on that. I feel like Dallas defense is going to show up, so I don't really – I'm not in on any of these guys – Maybe, just maybe Saquon, because it's going to be a low-scoring affair, and I, I think that even the negative game script may allow him to catch a lot of passes. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Go I can't Cowboys. wait to actually cap this one. I don't want to even remotely cap this one or at least even get involved. I'm, I'm nervous as it is. These NFC's matchups, never, ne they're never fun, and especially when you go to the game and you're in enemy territory. It's just a just do you a know? Mess. Do you know, and then this is, I like Brian Dable, and I don't like Mike McCarthy, I, and I think that's a big noted. factor in this one. But I just still, not much offense to come by in this one in Micah Parsons. That defensive player stock is coming to Mojo very shortly, I promise <laughs> you that. Hopefully Micah's isn't at $3 million by the oh, time it, it should gets be. there. Because and uh, just so ball. everybody's aware, Micah Parsons tweeted out uh, yesterday the Jordan, flu, the Jordan game. flu game. So he's been sick so last week. So basically that means sell all your Giants right now. Because <laughs> right, they're all going Micah down. Micah tweeted flu game, he's... He's coming. He's coming for He's bodies. Coming. He's, it's a body count. So anyway, that is a show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it has been another great week of football. Uh, we're excited about the way the market's going to be moving all week long. As this week goes long, we will focus in on some positions. We will go deep diving. Please, in, everybody, happened? invest in Devin Duvernay. <laughs> Please, I am begging you. This guy is a... Touchdown waiting to happen. He's got four now, one in all three games. I think he leads and, the and league. And two in different phases. Like, he returned yeah, a kick. He's, like, like I said, his pick six is coming. I promise you, Devin DuVernay, diversify with Devin. This is my guy. All right? It I, seems I'm to be that you're very excited Devin. about him. Bye, bye, bye. All right. Bye, bye, bye. So, bye, 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 everybody. Bye, For bye, Dave bye. Sergio, Chris Gucci here at Chop Studios, has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Let's go, Cowboys. Cowboys. <laughs>